uh, he, he's sitting backstage. So I guess I, do you want to play the video again? Yeah, as you can see, as you can see, they're going after Jeremy now. Yes. Yeah. It's Told the you. bad faith Very people powerful. are coming after me. <laughs> it's bad faith people. Yeah. I, I just wanted I wanted to touch on a little seriousness here with TNA. Um, I think the biggest problem that they ever that they had was that they were looked at as an extension of WCW. Because the entire, I mean, when, when it launched in 2002, that's all it was. It was Buff Bagwell and Disco and Scott Steiner. Well, not Steiner, uh, Scott Hall, uh, Jarrett. You know, there was such a negative perception of what WCW was and those guys that were all there uh, at, that, at the same time. And also, remember, what was it? W, what was the, uh, the Hogan thing that they attempted to, to create TNA multiple times before it was TNA? Well, they did the band. That was they late. did what? The NWO ripoff was the band. No, no, no. Do you know? I'm, I'm saying before TNA happened, what was the, the oh. other TNAs that were there? Do you remember? Hogan did like that reality show that he yeah, was going to yeah. turn into a whole company type of thing that Dennis Rodman won because, of course. No, Hogan. Hogan did, was it Hogan's or was it? No, I think it was Jimmy Hart's, right? It was, it was one of the nasty boys and Jimmy Hart. Yeah, they were out of Florida, and oh god, they did Wrestlelicious. That wasn't trying to be anything. No, it was something else. No, what was it? W W X W or something uh, like that. X W X W F X X W F. Yeah, and then there was like another one before that. There was another one before that. No, the X W F was was that one because Jimmy was trying to get Hogan to do appearances there. It was it was based in Florida. Yeah. Okay. So that's the one. I, and I, I think it was just mostly perception. Even in the early days, you had some great wrestling in TNA. You know, but when you fill it up with, you know, your big, the biggest, hottest story, there was Ken Shamrock and, and uh, uh, it was Shamrock. It was Truth, right? Scott Hall was involved. It was a very bizarre time for wrestling. But, I mean, a 2004 era, like you guys said, was unbelievable, that X Division stuff. And nobody was doing wrestling like that. But unfortunately, they never got that stink off of WCW. If you're talking about a rebranding now, you know, nostalgia is always, it works until it doesn't. But I think if they were to rebrand as TNA right now, you know, Joel, you're doing a TNA show. You do an Impact show every week, right? Yes, I do. There aren't, but there's an interest level that's growing now in that company. So yes and no. I think that their social media has grown and they're doing the right things. But I think with the weekly show, it's not at the level that it was most recently in, in 2021 when Kenny had the, uh, had the impact title and AEW was doing some crossover work. That was like the last big impact run. And we weren't even doing a post show at that point. We just got to a point where people were asking Sean weekly, Hey, are we going to do a fightful impact post show? Because impact fans are diehard which I yeah. totally understand. Um, and, and it's great because I've said it to Cresta on our post show a million times. One of the best things about Impact Wrestling is just that the vibes are good. People aren't, you know, shitting on Impact at every turn. There are, listen, it's not a perfect show, but like at least the people who are commenting on Impact are the ones who are also giving constructive criticism and are trying to think of other ideas that would make sense or make it entertaining and not being like, oh, this sucks this is the worst company in the world and stuff like that. So yeah. the impact stuff kind of, it, it works because the vibes are good. It, it's interesting. Even when it was bad, you know, like even, even that uh, at its worst, 
it, it's interesting how you perceive it as bad, right? Like it, it's there's a lot of bad in wrestling, but it was for a lot of people there was no chance they could ever become anything because of that WCW connection to it. You know, they leaned so heavy on 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 trying to find that audience that no longer existed. It didn't help when, you know, Jeff Jarrett's taking up the main event scene and when they do their first pay-per-views, it's like, as uh, Joel said, here's the band uh, and yeah. here's Scott Hall, Kevin Nash with Jeff Jarrett and we're just going to recreate the NWO type thing. They lean too heavily on the WCW nostalgia stuff. And so people yeah. are just like, yeah, we don't really want to see this because the stuff everyone praised was the X Division stuff. It's like, oh, this is something different than WWE that we don't see this anywhere else. And then ROH popped up and be, became ROH, but you know, they weren't mainstream or on a national TV deal. And then when, you know, Hogan comes in, they try to recreate the Monday night wars or anything. And that was a complete failure, but they, they tried to lean too heavy on WCW stuff when they were presented as an alternative. I think that's when they became the most viable that's when they had kind of the most attention it's like oh yeah especially again x division stuff we are wrestling right that was the uh that was the the big tagline that they had and it's like yeah when they leaned into that people what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co we're into it I, I just never liked the ring. I never liked the six out of ring. Not for me. It ain't coming back, so it doesn't. It ain't matter. coming back. Thank God. It should. Yeah, no, it, it never did it. It was. It was. I, they were too big. You know, like okay, it's fine when you got a guy that's like five foot eight in the ring, but and then you put in like a Kevin Nash, and you look at it you're like this is this is obscene. He's too big for this place. They got to bring the the six sides back. Our ring has six sides. We got yeah, well, two back. two more sides than everybody else. No, but yeah. I'm glad, you know, and, and something that people people need to consider also. This is good for wrestling. If they're if they're able to grow more and able to make some more money and get some better talent, you know, everything is a feeder. You know, impact will never be at AEW's level, it won't be at WWE's level. It doesn't need to be. If if you have talent they're getting paid something better than what they would get on the indies and you could grow on television and that feeds the other companies. I think everybody should look at this as a win-win. You have another viable, uh, you know, either a, I want to, I want to reinvent myself territory, or I have an up and coming guy territory that I could see how well speedball Mike Bailey, right? He's unbelievable. He's fantastic. A lot of people, you know, they know him from the indies, but if it wasn't for that, they, they know him from, they know him from impact and he's great. There's also, there's another thing with Impact that I think a lot of people don't recognize when it comes to Impact, and it's the fact that they have weekly TV, yes. They have pay-per-views and Impact specials, yes. They also only have you, if you're contracted talent, you're only working there two, maybe three times a month. And that mm -hmm. is largely beneficial if you're the type of talent who values having a lot of time to work independence or maybe you're just not at the level to be a full-time contracted televised weekly whatever like this is a great stepping stone always has been because the the, the expectations and the time limit that the time expectations are so small that you just have yeah. to make a weekend a month and you're good yeah i think it's great i think it's, you know we'll see what happens I, I they'll get an initial big pop because of nostalgia thing it, it depends how much they lead into it but you know, it's a viable, and, he, and the, the quote was right. You know, people do chant TNA. 
and your show's name is impact and your and your and your brand is impact you know what does impact mean so i mean everybody made fun of the name but it's still around 22 years later hard to kill yeah hard to kill hard to kill, hard to many, kill. they've written their obituary a billion times I've yeah. I've listened to every single this is it conversation about TNA and now like I'm listening to five year back audio from from different sources at different uh, d different companies and I'm just like man they were doing it then because this was the time right as Anthem was like maybe there and then not there and then there was all the payment issues uh, man that this was a time and they're doing it we're doing it five years later we're back on it not on the not on the writing the writing their obituaries but instead we're we're trying to bring it back jeremy are we uh wrestling is dead are we are we good for tomorrow i have no idea i don't know what any schedule is nowadays okay. i'll probably message you i gotta check with jensen and then uh, okay. i think we i think we had someone booked i have no idea just keep keep next week open Sarah, okay next week you know what let's do yeah. that next week next week okay. wide open perfect yeah uh we've, but we've you tried know, to get I, zarian I to we've tried to get Zarian on spotlight for like this month i think i know and it's been always something, I've had the worst month he's either had something come up or like impact and uh not impact uh aw and nxt were running on tuesday i was like hey, i gotta like watch and cover this so i can't do it you can't do wednesday so it's been a uh it's been it's been we've been playing a game of a uh, stream yard tag here to try to get it's this been interview. it's so, been a rough couple of weeks but i'm glad I, you're I alive I'm, yeah, glad I'm alive, you're alive. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's last week when we talked, yeah, I was worried about you, your death. Yeah, yeah, I, it was happening. It was close. <laughs> death was happening. But unfortunately, I'm here. I'm still here on this planet. Oh, don't say that. Listen, yeah. man, that potato goes a long way to helping your well-being. Uh, that I, 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 that man did something to me. I have visions now. It, it was. It's, it's almost approaching a year. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's now. 2020 it's almost it's no 2019 it was like october of 2019 when it happened wow here we are You're yeah here and here still. we are uh hey, yeah anyway, you using your powers of premonition uh what's going on with the final battle got is it a different place than we all thought it would be um so it, it, it's bizarre to me because i i was always told the 29th for something and then i was told the 30th and then mike johnson also was told the 30th so i have no idea now maybe they pulled back maybe this was something they were planning on doing i never thought it was a great idea to run the 30th maybe. the day before christmas eve you know potentially in new york um one of the venues that i i had heard was the coliseum what the the what the Nassau Coliseum. Oh, the Nassau oh. Coliseum. I was for like, an ROH what? show? That's no, 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 no. For for an AEW show. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, I never, I never was specifically told that this show was a Ring of Honor one. I think it was a lot of assumption because it was scheduled for a Friday and it's in December, so it was like, well, it has to be Ring of Honor. When I reached out to someone in AEW, they kind of were like, well, you know, uh, we consider Ring of Honor pay per views canon, so it's part of our pay per view schedule. So I was like, okay, well, then it kind of makes sense that it could be Ring of Honor. But uh, the 30th, I haven't been told no, but, you know, who knows? It's still possible they could run something on the 30th. I mean, that venue's open. I don't know why they would. And the, that venue was open because Billy Joel has the night after. He's doing New Year's Eve there. That NASA? 
At Nassau Coliseum, yeah, he's doing New Year's Eve. How did he? Okay, now he got to go into Billy Joel lore. He stopped doing the MSG residency. No, no, he's still doing MSG. So why isn't he doing MSG on New Year's Eve with the big, massive My Friends and I show? I think he does. I think he did it last year too. He did the uh, New Year's Eve show at Nassau Coliseum. I, okay, I guess I. It's I, Long I, Island because it's Long Island. Long Island, that makes sense. That makes you know, sense. yeah, and he's he's a, he's a good Long Island boy. He is. God, I got to go to his show. You know, just just happened to run into a couple of people's homes with his car in the 90s, but that's okay. It happens. Listen, if Billy Joel's not crashing through your front lawn, you don't live on Long Island. Also, like, hit song material right there. You may be right. I may yeah. be crazy. I may be crazy. Yeah. I'm a big fan of his. Look at this. Hey, there you go. I love Glass it. Houses. Yeah. Fantastic album. That's a great uh, So, I, listen, Billy, you know, I, I think they could do something cool with MJF. He can say Billy's performing tomorrow night, but I, I'll sing. You know, he does a Billy Joel song. That crowd will eat it up. Jericho's going to get Fozzie on the bill to open for Billy Joel. Fozzie, Fozzie will be on the bill for Billy Joel at the Nassau Coliseum. <laughs> Again, I'm not confirming this. I don't know. I'm, I, this is a lot of, you know, stuff in the air. Yeah, no, this is what we do here. We recklessly, recklessly speculate until we get it right. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to take, yeah, that, we're gonna take all here. this clip and, and pretend like you yeah. actually said it. And Well, I mean, you did say it, but we're going to pretend it's I, all I did legit. say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know what? You, you wouldn't be the first one. Somebody were, <laughs> Was it with you, Joel? Were you on the show when I said I was speculating that I want to see Bill Goldberg and Steve Austin at a WrestleMania main event? And then one of the uh, wonderful uh, news publications ran with the story that Andrew Zarian said that Bill Goldberg is... Uh, wrestling Steve Austin at WrestleMania. So I very much remember the story. I don't remember if that was an episode that you and I were on together, but I remember it drove me to madness. That drove me to madness because I was so explicit on how I am not reporting this. And this is all speculation and I'm playing a game here, but yet. I mean, like you guys, I, I say you guys as in just the observer apparently uploaded an, a year ago episode uh, over the weekend and people were running with that like it was new and it's like yeah this was an episode from a year ago did you did you see this joel no 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 what, what, what did they do okay so uh, apparently the observer uh uploaded a, a, an observer live episode or uh wrestling observer radio whatever dave and brian uh from a year ago where they were talking like, oh yeah, AEW is negotiating a contract buyout with CM Punk. Oh, Jericho, uh, his contract like might be coming up. Does it really happen? Yeah, yeah. It, they, Brian, whoever uploads the episode, I don't know who. Um, I'll, I'll say Brian, but I don't know if it's actually him. I don't believe whoever, Brian does any of it, no. Okay, somebody uploaded an episode from October, I guess, 21st, 2022. Got and it. And it went out and then... Uh, some news sites listened to it and took the news from it. So they, one of the news pieces was AEW and CM Punk negotiating contract buyout. Obviously in 2022, this was a thing because all out uh, brawl out, it just happened and whatnot. Punk had not returned, but they ran with that story, not realizing it was an episode from a year ago and not from today. And yeah. then they ran something on like Jericho's contract where Jericho just resigned a big contract at that time last year, at this time last year. I guess. So I, yeah. you know what? It could have been, it, it very well could have been Brian because the, you know, they record that show at like two in the morning. Yeah. They, they've had true. some very odd hours because he has to consume all the wrestling and all the writing. So they, they record when Dave's available and it could have been just like, you know, <laughs> he looked up the wrong number or he read, they labeled the file wrong. You know, it's always possible. 
Can we bury Brian Rose? We'll we'll blame Brian Rose. Yeah, uh, I blame Brian Rose for everything. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll just say it's his fault. Yeah, I. I it's funny. Like everybody over there, like people, are like oh yeah, your boss Dave Meltzer. I'm like, like it's it's not like that over there. Dave doesn't Dave doesn't have like meetings with everybody, like talking about you know what we're doing this week. You know, it's a very uh, Dave just yeah, does Dave, his thing. Dave has Dave has no idea. He's probably sending Perry Perry or Kitchen, uh, a carrier pigeon to to get the the meetings going over here well yeah he's in fax yeah. machines Dave. he makes us he makes us all write one page of the observer that that's part of our <laughs> weekly duty what is this the torch what are you doing one page. yeah he makes us run one page everybody everybody involved even the fans everybody has to write one page that's how you get to like sixty thousand words everyone when well, there's an obituary it's not dave writing it it's chat gpt and dave and the fans <laughs> yeah yeah, I it, it's it happens. Listen, I what I I think I did that once too. I uploaded the wrong show uh, for Wrestling Observer Live, and it was like from like two, like two years prior. I'm talking about you know John Cena wrestling, and he hadn't wrestled in like a year and a half. I uploaded an episode of After the Bell on. Uh, one of the feeds that so I think I was supposed to upload Spotlight the audio and I misclicked the audio file and I uploaded after the bell and somebody messaged me and it's just like you sound a lot like Corey Graves on Spotlight today I was like <laughs> what I was like oh I just I just misclicked after the bell was probably the last podcast that I downloaded and I just misclicked it and uploaded the the wrong one so it happens but no one is taking the news hey look you want to take a Corey Graves said on the spotlight, all of this stuff. Great. Go for it. Give us some credit there. But you know, no one's taking news from a year ago because we uploaded the wrong episode. Yeah. Yeah. All right, boys. Time for me to go to uh, get on my choo-choo train and head to my office. Bye, Andrew Zarian. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, buddy. Bye, boys. Be safe. Be Bye. safe out there as yeah. SEX comes to get you. That's right. SEX is coming back. Who was in SEX? It was Russo. It was the Harris boys, right? Oh, I don't even remember anymore. Ron and Don. Yeah, the, they they then bailed out TNA. Joel, 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 yeah. why don't you Google SEX TNA <laughs> yeah. and really? see what pops yeah. up? Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. I know better to be sports <laughs> entertainment extreme. You got to put the periods. You got to put the periods. No, yeah. that's not much better. Members, are you ready for this, Andrew Zarian? Yeah. Vince Russo, BG James, the Harris Brothers, Triple X, also known as Elix Skipper, Loki, and Christopher Daniels, Sonny Siaki, Desire, David Flair, Mike Sanders, Glenn Gilberti, fuck that guy, Raven, Ashley Hudson, The Rock and Roll Express, Disgraceland, Jeez. The Hot Shots, Jay Stevens and Cassidy Riley, O'Reilly, uh, Brian Lawler, Eric Watts, Hollywood, not Hollywood, Hollywood, David Young, Chris Sabin, The Gathering of Julio De Niro and Alexis Larray, Tony Schiavone for one night only because he hated TNA and his experience there, and Nikita Koloff. Jeez. They had Nikita? Great. For a little bit. (laughs) Uh, Great. Fantastic. Uh, You know, so good. So so wonderful. What, what What a great stable of the misfits of WCW and their friends. What a fantastic. Yeah, I was going to say, SEX, even with periods, <laughs> periods still don't good. come up. doesn't matter what you do. It's all bad. Use yeah, the S- full name. Yeah, SEX, oh, even with terrible. periods, can get messy. So, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 very. Topics. Very, very. <laughs> uh, fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. I appreciate you, boys. I'll see you all later.
Thank you, pal. Bye, Andrew Zarian. Bye-bye for now. Until next time. Yes. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.